Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. You were rolling with Jason and John. 929 FM ESPN. A pleasant Monday. Hope it's going smoothly so far. You're getting a week off. The week started off right. Tigers got a big win over the weekend. Certainly was nice in terms of the way they did it. 78-74 over FAU. An exact some measure of revenge, I suppose, for that NCAA tournament loss to FAU. Going to play them again, obviously, down in Boca Raton. So we'll talk about that. We will talk about the other news that broke about the Tigers and Malcolm Dandridge broke beforehand. Uh, from Bluff City Media, by the way. Uh, broken before the game that Malcolm Dandridge wouldn't play, possibly caught up in an academic scandal. Whew. Is it just him? Is going to involve more? Certainly some things to unfold there. Grizzlies back at it. Just their second game since the All-Star break. They're playing the Nets tonight down at FedEx Forum. Of course, pregame starts right here on 929 FM ESPN 630. Tip at 7 with the great Eric Hasseltine. And, uh, John, I don't know if you've had a chance to talk about court storm. You mean like nationally? Yeah. Oh, uh, we've, we've, have you have you seen enough of it already? Yeah, I mean, it, Filipowski it, went down. If we you we all it. everybody says the same thing, unless you're Jay Billis, who says that anybody that uh, and I'm 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 paraphrasing here a little bit. Anybody that court storm should be killed and maimed. Uh, is yeah, you are, yeah, wait, look, that is kind of what he said though. <laughs> it's a it's a terror right now. It's happening, and 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 in all seriousness, if Filipowski's hurt, and you know. Uh, Duke went down to Wake Forest. There was a court storming, and Kyle Filipowski got uh, perhaps hurt in the uh, fracas. So there's a lot of court storming talk. What should we do about it? And then one last thing, a little personal note here. 
appreciate 21 Savage for this. He was on Saturday Night Live this weekend. John doesn't watch anymore. Many of you don't, I found out. Um, had my son looking up red rum. Had to explain to him this morning, you know, what that what that means and what, you know, had to get in an explanation. Yeah. So we appreciate 21 Savage for, for that and what he's doing for the children. Well, it's Saturday Night Live, man. You know, he needs to be in bed. He needs to be asleep. It's Saturday night, John. He's 10 years old. He can stay up. He can stay up that late. What time's it air? 10 o'clock? Starts at 10.30. Okay, 10 wow. 10.35 after that. That's pretty late. After that Channel 5 news. That is pretty About late. 10.35. Uh, well, yes, uh, there's no doubt that hip-hop and 21 Savage specifically poisoning the youth uh, every single day. It so. wasn't for him, I know. Right. There is some responsibility on the Chris, parents. But we had to talk about The Shining, the 1980 film <laughs> starring Jack Nicholson and what red rum really means. Mm-hmm. So we had to have real adult conversations. Growing this up one. every day. I'm hoping it's going better for y'all with y'all's kids. Um, How are you with the children? Speaking of children. Man, is it are things calming down? Yes. Tell, okay. Good. Got the got the got the illness out of the way. That's the most important thing. That's out of the house. And uh, you that's know, big. you got to get all the bacteria pushed out. Yes. You clean sure. it out, and you can start from scratch. And and Dominic's sleeping, you know, three to four hours at a time at night now. So that is definitely congratulations. And that happens, right? I mean, it gets a little easier as the day goes on and as the time goes on. So. Good, um, good. But, but yeah, it's def- that, that, that first week and a half, two weeks. I mean, look, you're, the human body is not designed to go without sleep. It's just not, you know. And we were so praying for you. When you have a newborn, <laughs> you know, that's what's going to happen. So, uh, but no, everything is good. Everybody's just happy and healthy. And so that's uh, that's all you can hope for. Got respect burgers, 1 o'clock. Jason Fitz, 125. Uh, it's combine week uh, in the NFL. So <laughs> let's go. We'll see who uh, can separate themselves from the pack here. Also seems to be some scuttle that this could be the week for Justin Fields to get moved. Okay. Yep. Something to monitor there. Be on the lookout. Um, Did see that Marvin Harrison is not going to be doing any of it. He's not going to be doing any testing. Oh, really? Yeah. Which I guess, you know, what is is in it for him? I mean, it's... Only a fall from the first receiver taken off the board, perhaps, if he runs some slow 40 or something. So it's probably smart. Right. Yeah, he's uh, he's not uh, he's not even at the combine. Good. Uh, he's staying at Ohio State and um, do a pro day there. He's not even going to do testing at pro day. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's again he's taking no chances. He's going to be the number one receiver off the board. It maybe would have been with a slow forty time, but why even chance it? Mm-hmm. Why give anybody else the chance to catch? Yeah, because you just you know <clears throat> you're getting drafted in the you a know thousand you're percent. the first non quarterback. It so. makes sense for him. So, yeah, I mean... I, you're right. He's going to be first non-QB, period. Mm-hmm. Not, not just high as wide receiver. You're, just, you're probably you're right about that. Just a matter of when that is. Four to Arizona, isn't, it? isn't that where they pick? I mean, that, that yeah, unless somebody... Going to yeah, I don't think anybody would trade up to get him, so I think that makes sense. Yeah, because three, you can see mm-hmm. the Pats trading back out of that. It's going to be a quarterback run. It'll be... It'll no question. Be get the Williams, top May, and then probably Jaden Daniels, right? If, if Jaden's not flipped and right. has gone higher than... Than three, yeah, it could be a big week for Jaden Daniels. Could be uh, from, from you know whatever he shows. So that's interesting. Uh, as we uh, you know, we're still a couple of months out from the NFL draft. Of course, nobody knows anything right now. But this is sort of when t- uh, teams and, co- and players, players specifically, can make their their impression. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll we'll learn more. Right, absolutely. After after this week. So anyway, uh, we'll talk to Jason Fitz about all of that. And more. So that is the show today. But obviously, we must begin with what the University of Memphis basketball team pulled off yesterday 
inside FedEx Forum. 78-74 over Florida Atlantic. It took 11 months, 11 long months, but the Tigers finally do get their lick back on the right. Owls. Now, it's not the not same. same level of lick. <clears throat> right? Yep, it's the certain, no, no doubt about that. But I would still rather win than lose that one, you know, every single time. And that is what the University of Memphis did. It was a high-level game. It was a high-leverage game. The crowd was great. Dusty May was complimentary of the audience, of the crowd yep. after the game. So yep. they, the city of Memphis helped them today. Absolutely. Um, David Jones, 25, led all scores for the University of Memphis. But perhaps I thought the most important player for the Tigers yesterday was Naquan Tomlin, mm. who had 21-8. and eight, uh, And he was doing it, Jason, from every level on the floor. He was making threes. He was getting and ones at the rim. He was rebounding the ball with putbacks. It was like... You're watching it. Okay, him and, and Vlad. And Vlad, Vlad had a great day. I don't. I don't know if Vlad missed probably, a shot. Uh, I think it went nine for nine. Probably could have argued you should have gotten more looks. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, Naquan brought it on the offensive end in a way that Memphis's bigs typically have not done this year, right? Uh, and just just in terms of the, you know, the the way he could score. Um, and it was a big reason why Memphis was able to get the win. There's no doubt about that. So. Um, there's a lot to, to unpack. There's a, there's a lot leading into the game that we haven't talked about yet, Jason, with Malcolm and why he didn't play in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot to talk about, I think, after the game and just how we feel about Memphis. We'll, so We'll get into it any way you'd like. I mean, I think we probably should hit really quickly the uh, Friday night sort of news dump, mm-hmm. which is the suspension uh, of Mal- – or, or however you want to say it. I mean, the, the holding out – of Malcolm Dandridge while the University of Memphis um, investigates uh, some academic, I don't remember exactly what the term was for it that they use, but something uh, involving academics. Uh, Bluff City Media, the, the, the term was, and we'll use it because they broke the story, is allegedly involved in an academic scandal. So whether that's whether that's okay. fraud or whatever else, yeah, we know that Malcolm is a grad student. Had that question a bunch, like, well, what are we talking about here? Isn't he? Isn't Malcolm graduated? Well, yeah, well, yeah. And, but but still in school as a grad student, and so we have you know in terms of the you know the details and 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 what it involves, right? You know, right now that's that's all the facts that are out there. Sure, there's plenty of speculation out here in these streets. You guys, right? You don't you don't need us to say it. You, it's all out there. Uh, in terms of the, whether it could involve more players, what's next to come, does it involve other programs uh, at the University of Memphis? So all that's out there. No need to wildly speculate. But right now, yeah, Malcolm being held out, and you wonder, you know, if he's going to be back. I'll, I'll tell you this, John. It surprised me that he was there yesterday. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Since, since we're on it. He was just, on the bench. Yeah, I mean, and was there and, and, and walking off with the team at halftime and everything else, just like he'd Almost like he's, you know, sustained an injury and was going to be back in the rotation maybe in a game or two. Yep. So I was, you know, when you're talking about an academic scandal, Correct. it just, you know, something that may or may not cost you. Yes. Not just not just your season and now it would be career, but maybe Memphis. It, it just, you know, the fact that he was there, it did lead me to, you know, wonder at least to myself, well, do they think this is going to be light? Right. Um so the statement after the report from Bluff City Media was 
Uh, this is from the University of Memphis. The University of Memphis is currently gathering and reviewing information regarding a potential issue impacting Malcolm Dandridge's eligibility and is withholding him from competition until further notice. Uh, to protect the integrity of that process, we are unable to comment further at this time. So that was the statement from the University of Memphis. Uh, and look... That came after, yes, Bluff City Media's report. Yeah, and like just... Uh, while we're on the subject, just full credit to Bluff City Media. No doubt. Um, because they were way, way out in front. Uh, again. That's the story, exactly. Yeah. Um, credit to them. You know, I, I know uh, I know one of the guys there. Yeah, sure. Um, and uh, I, I think they do really good work. Roman Cleary had the story. I'm yeah. not sure if that's the, the guy you know, and you don't have to say whether it is or not, but the point is uh, credit to them. Yeah, like you said, they were way out in front on I, this. I don't know Roman. University but, has to respond, and they were right. Yeah, that Malcolm exactly Andrews right. was being going to be held out of that game. I saw a little bit of that. Um, I saw a little bit of that on on social over the weekend, and I, I really just, I didn't want to get into sort of the. Well, you're kind of on one side of it, so you can right. I mean, of course, yeah. Like so I mean, you could but be I, accused I don't, of yes. But I don't even, you know. Of course I, not. Park does but, a but, great job, and and Month does a great job, and Bluff City Media does a great job. You know, I think everybody can do a great job. It just as so as it happens. I also think, and I've been there. You've been there. You know, when you're in the news breaking business, you sort of get into the, you sort of become obsessed with. Uh, do I, did I, did I, did people give me credit for being first? Do people give me, you know, when in most cases, right, it lives for about thirty seconds, and then somebody else comes in. In this case. That did not happen, right? In this mm-hmm. case, mm-hmm. N- nobody was able to get anything on the record until the next day, you know. Yep. So, I, again, I, I give those guys credit. I think they do a really good job. And um, respect. I, I, I would definitely like they had the um, uh, Jordan Brown when he was initially um, when he was initially you know bounced or when getting he getting away from leaving the team. Yeah, yeah. They had that. I think it was Bluff City Media that had that. I don't know if they had him coming back. I don't know who had like I can't I got I can't keep credit but I'm all I'm saying is that in the Memphis media ecosystem I think Bluff City Media does a really good job. Well, and they're new to it, and they're new to it, and, and so more credit to them. And I don't and I don't think I think there are people. I'm glad you went here because I've heard too much, you know, sort of yeah, you know, spin around this. Well, I I they, think all, they deserve all the credit in the world. Yeah, like yep. they they yeah. they got the story, and I and I think if you tell me that Bluff City Media reported something on the University of Memphis basketball program. I would say you can take that to the bank. Okay. Well, I mean, if they've earned that respect from you, they yeah. could, we, we say say no more. I, I respect I, I respect uh, very much what they do. Yeah, we're, so. gonna, we're certainly going to sit up and listen. They've gotten it right. Exactly so right. And that's and that's the key, you know, because they got a little bit of flack of like, oh, you know, you guys just want to be first. Well, they were right. I mean, they were they they wanted to be first, but they were right. You know, that's that's the ultimate thing. I've been there before because I, that's that's what folks who get beat say. You know, in a lot of instances, <laughs> I've been in those shoes. Right. I've been the one getting beaten. They're saying, "Oh, that ain't." No-. I've been the one doing the beating, and they're saying that ain't that ain't a story. Right. And then I've been the one that got beat. Exactly. And you're having to try to downplay because you and you can't. You exactly. have to face up to the facts and then just get get about it and get to the next. Well, the beauty of it and, now, and, and that's why Bluff City Media deserves the credit because it is. It's it's competitive out here. One hundred percent competitive. What are we talking about? Yes. For them to come in this new, yes. into this as you say ecosystem and be able to get get this stuff this early, yes, ahead of. Uh, Ahead of uh, some veteran outlets, congrats to them. I mean, so, dude, because okay, t- let me tell you something. I didn't intend to spend this much time no, with them. Respect I, Burger to them, though. But I will say this. Because the Malcolm news and what could come of that in this season is obviously the bigger story than them breaking it, but congrats Correct. to them. I'm glad we're doing this. Let me be but, clear. At any point, I can roll over and I can get a story. Like, I, you may look at me right now, you may say he's a sleeping dog right now. 
And I am. And I, I am. It looks like you was a sleeping dog. But you, at, no, you've been hibernating a little bit. At any point, you bro, have been hibernating. A I can bit. roll over. Well, because you're sort of in your analyst mode. That's right. right. That's exactly yeah, you've, right. You've left newsbreakers. I've, e- I've evolved. Okay. Yeah. I've evolved. Now, this is something that spin I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, well, Give them the credit, <laughs> and we move. <laughs> yes, but that was that was the story leading up to the game uh, on Sunday that there would not be, and there was some some chatter that it might. As you said, involve other yeah, players. We, we don't even need to get into that unless um, we get some more facts, right? Isn't that the right uh, yes. way to approach it? For, at for, least now, for now, it, exactly. For now, it only stage. impacts Malcolm Dandridge, and that may be the only player that it impacts. But he was not going to play, and uh, still a you know an important game. If if not, if if for nothing more than just you know uh, morale. Um, you know, well, oh, I meant, oh, if he had been there, yeah, what would have been an important game to have him? Yes, it, I, I, I jumped the gun there with what you were finishing. But up. yes, I was going to say for the morale purposes. Yes, I mean, yes, I, yes. I wish it meant something for for seeding, but I guess you never know. Like we would never know how this how this season could play out at this point. So no Malcolm Dandridge and no problem. Um, seventy eight seventy four for Memphis. I mean, they were trailing by one at the half, but once the second half started. I don't know how you felt. You and I are surprised, first off, real quick, how low scoring a game it was early on. Yes, that you know, was we, a we thought this game was going to be trench a, war in the first half. It was, 31-30. And, um, yeah, some, that's, a, that's one thing. Defensively, you know, it, it's been the last two games now. You know, Memphis against Charlotte. Uh, since, le, since what we thought was a letting go of the rope, I know Penny asked them after that SMU loss, and they said no. But defensively, the last two games, I thought you responded, John. And even though you were down in that first half, I thought you had done some things defensively that you felt like, okay, you know, once we can get this offense rolling, if we can get Quinterly on a roll, uh, there's a chance to take off. Yeah, I thought Memphis kind of turned that game into a rock fight um, by midway through the second, the first half. Um, I think they realized, at least in that moment, that we're not going to just outgun these guys. Now, the second half was 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 a blitz. 48-43, yep. Um, but I think in that moment, they really mucked it up defensively in the first half, and that's kind of how they stayed within striking distance. Because I think it was twenty-four to sixteen um, in the first half, and then and then the uh, the University of Memphis started to you know really tighten up and and uh, you know limit possessions. So I don't ever I never felt in the second half once it started that Memphis was in danger of losing the game. It just felt like they had it. They had it under control, um, and you know behind David, like like the the Tigers. Every time they had to get a, a score, they got one, whether it was from Jones or Tomlin or get to the free throw line. And every time they had to get a stop, they got one. Um, I guess you could say they made it a little interesting there at the end where I think they maybe cut it to three, but that possession from the Owls was so devastatingly brutal that it ended with like a Weatherspoon heave. You know, they don't even know if it drew rim. Uh, that it you never really felt like it was uh, it was necessarily in danger. So... Memphis gets the win, seventy-eight to seventy-four, and I'm gonna just there. There's two things. One, Jason, I don't think it's an accident that Memphis was able to win this game and look as good as they did doing it when they only played realistically six players. Mm-hmm. Played six players, Jason. Mm-hmm. No Malcolm. I'm looking at which meant Tomlin had full reign. It was his job today. He didn't have to worry about nothing. It was his job. And it was the best game of his of his time here. I mean, far and away, it was the best game of his time here. I don't think it's any accident 
and I and, and look, it's I hate that Malcolm is the collateral damage here, but that team was better for not having more players available. Period. Point blank is what we've been saying the whole damn time. There was no Jonathan Pierre. There was no Carl Sharonfont. Okay, I mean Joe Cooper played seven minutes and 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 wasn't bad. I mean, but you got you got to get guys a breath. You got to get guys a you know a, a little. Friggin'. Yeah, Jones brought some energy, especially defensively. Did that again. Other than that, it was it was Jaden giving you sixteen minutes, and it was the starters. That was it. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't think it's any coincidence that Memphis won that game. Um, it's what we've been begging and pleading for the whole entire year. And so, look, I don't I don't want to again. That's the thing. It's like you guys heard me after Charlotte. You're hearing me today against FAU. I don't want to get carried away. But damn, man, if you tell me it's a six-man rotation, these final three, let's roll the dice, see where it goes. Uh, yeah, I'm with that. I mean, the, the, what you've left for me, I think that, you know, besides the fact that, you know, obviously you didn't touch on the turnovers, how well Memphis took care of the ball, just six. And no FAU, we, we noted it, the difference between last year's FAU team and this year's was this a team that's 100 in defense, I mean, ranked in the 100s. Uh, last year's was in the 30s and, and was a team that was more balanced. This is not a team that's going to turn you over, and Memphis didn't allow that. You took you took great care of the ball. That's been important because you've been giving teams extra possessions all year long, whether it's there or on the offensive glass. And so that, that I thought that was critical in terms of the way they took care of the ball. I, John, I don't know whether it was the, the opponent – um, the fact that you were subtracting Malcolm Dandridge, and so maybe there was a little bit, and that it, that had broken, and so whether this team was galvanized or whatever else, but Naquan Tomlin and David Jones as well, they played with this, um, and Joe Cooper flashed it even in the seven minutes that he was out there. There was a joy, man, that had been gone, mm-hmm. like an energy level. Do you see the way Naquan was running up and down that floor after yeah, he said, Absolutely. There was an emo- it looked, and Crispin was on this, and a lot of times when he said this earlier this season, you'd say, well, you, you know, DeAndre Williams had been the narrative. Naquan looked like DeAndre yesterday with the energy and the way he was lifting folks up with it, like the way he's running back down court. And, and it, you could tell... You know, again, whether it's this season that's on the brink or he lost to them last year, too. And dude played with a joy and an energy that, that I thought was intoxicating in terms of for the rest of the team. That had been gone. And frankly, you know, it, 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 maybe you can ride that. You know, he, he has gotten nothing but getting more and more comfortable and better and better and better, more effective. But, but in terms of an emotional leader, he's sort of becoming that. David Jones does a little bit of it. But he hasn't been that. And Javon, you know the way he leads. I mean, it, it's not it's not an emotional type energy, right? In in terms of the way that Javon leads from the point guard position, dude brought something that had been missing around here for a long time. That fe- the crowd feeds off that, and then in turn they're feeding off the crowd as a crowd as Dusty May pointed out after the game that was the difference. And so that that's the other thing that was so much different, John. And again, I you know again backs against the wall. Penny showing them the video of the FAU game before the game, the loss last year. Maybe that's a part of it too. But man, if you could bottle that up, yeah, it'd be it you know. It could be fun trying to see the watch the Tigers fight their backs off the wall the rest of the way here. That that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, you know we've been burned can before, you keep but that. and then again, you know, is this Malcolm thing? Because I tell you, John, they could still use that body. I know they looked better uh, in the, make the case of by subtraction, but they could still use that body. Is it just? Is it multiple games? Is he back? Is that it? Is it just Malcolm? You know, all that all that factors into sort of what can happen now. I just like the idea of Naquan Tomlin being given the reins. Well, of, again, can Naquan Tomlin stay out on the floor? 
He like, did a great he, job he, yesterday. Okay, he did because, well, I, I'll be real, Golden got, he went nine for nine, but he didn't get into foul trouble. We've seen him get in foul trouble. Now, he's gotten more comfortable, and, and that has, that's been less and less of, a, of an issue, but that's the issue with those guys playing 30-plus minutes. Okay, it's great if nobody's in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, I'd still like to know this thing on Malcolm because, again, I tell you, they could use the body. They could have used the body against Golden yesterday, I'll, but I'm with you that, you know, your top five is all getting 34, 35 minutes. I mean, we've, we've said all year we thought that could lead to great things. It was interesting. They did play they, – they, they played Walton at the point sort of to start the game. I thought that was an interesting look. Um, I don't know what the, the thought there – they didn't stick with it, but it was just an interesting sort of – They've done a little bit with Javon off ball. Yeah, they have. A little bit more of that. Um, which I guess is, as a natural sort of driver to the rim. Um, but, yeah, it was a uh, it was the kind of win that, you know, you've now put two together here in, in a blowout against Charlotte, um, and you were an underdog yesterday. I mean, let's be clear about that. Memphis was not favored in that game yesterday. They were a two-point underdog at close. So it's not like, oh, Memphis at home, of course they're going to win that game. No, that's not – that's not the, what the market believed, um, and it's it's I, I don't I don't know it's it's what I necessarily believed. I mean, we talked about it on Friday. There's always that one game with Penny <laughs> every year where it's like, all right, this is the stand, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And so, in that sense, maybe you could see it coming. But look, y- Memphis has a chance here. You have to win at East Carolina. You have to beat UAB at home, and if they go on the road. At the final game of the season on CBS, and they managed to do it, and they sweep FAU, Jason, it gets very interesting. I, I think there's a, a possibility that those teams then flip roles, right? That FAU then goes out. I think FAU's, if you look at their predictive, and I get that when you hear that, it's crazy to, to consider. But if you look at their predictives, they are one of the last four in right now over at Tor- at Torvik. Their resume is not very different from Memphis's, as a matter of fact. They actually have two quad four losses. Those are gonna those those are those are really weighing them down right now. Yeah, they got the Arizona win, but outside of that, they're they, look, Memphis beat VCU at VCU. Memphis beat AM at AM. Memphis beat Clemson. Memphis beat Virginia. Right, Memphis beat Arkansas and Michigan on neutrals. They won at Missouri. Memphis did the same thing FAU did. They went out and they played a tough schedule, and they won a lot of games just like FAU did. And the difference right now is Arizona. But I know that when you hear that, you're going to say, oh, FAU was closer to being out of the tournament than anybody realizes. I'm just telling you that right now. They still have to go to North Texas, by the way, mm-hmm. FAU does. Yep. They, they lose that game, <laughs> they're, they're flirting. I mean, I, I when I watched that team yesterday, I, I I can't believe that team went to the Final Four a year ago. It's like wow, I, I, I you know I just don't. I, and if they had not, that's the thing. If they, if that team had not gone to the Final Four, Jason, would we be saying today that they have to be in the tournament? We would not. Their resume is not good enough. They're living a little bit off of last year because I I just I I just don't. I'm not impressed with them. Um, you know, they get up and down the court, okay, but, you know, again, John L. Davis had a couple of careless turnovers. Like, I just, I'm, I'm not overly impressed, and their resume is not overly impressive to me either. I mean, losses to Florida Gulf Coast, losses to Bryant, 
Um, you know, you know, yeah, you beat Virginia Tech on a neutral, you beat AM on a neutral, you beat Butler on a neutral. And then you got the Arizona win. But you lost to UAB, you lost to South Florida, you lost to Memphis, you lost to Charlotte. It's just not all that compelling, man. I mean, I think they could they could maybe be in Dayton, you know? But I'm just saying it's gonna get very interesting for these two teams, Memphis and, and FAU. You could you could possibly take them out on the ninth. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a different that's it's that's a projected eight point Memphis loss down there. It is. So I don't I don't want to get carried away here because the Tigers won by four at FedEx Forum. It was great to see the particularly like we talked about, the way you did it with the energy level and everything else. But it was also, let's be real too, an easy game to get up for. Mm-hmm. It's two things. It's one you've had circled, and it's it's back against the wall time. If you don't respond there on national television, everybody's sticking a fork in you. Mm-hmm. So it's and, and and again, you all credit in the world because I, I tell you, especially defensively, that that's what you want to see. But the idea that you're ready to go down there and, and beat them there, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a different ball game. It is. Uh, I think down there. it's going to be back against are, the wall for both are, those teams. Is this team capable? Absolutely, because unlike you know some of these other teams in the AAC that are hoping that they could put together a a dream run, right, and make a tournament. Dude, you, you're a team that's been ranked in the top ten this year. Like, that potential is there. So so nobody wants to face you right now when you're playing like you have the last two games. Nobody mm-hmm. in the AAC. You're certainly capable, but I, I ain't ready to go to, you know, can you flip uh, Can you flip the at-large bid or at least pull, pull Florida Atlantic out because going down there is going to be a different story. You're, you're going to be significant underdogs yes down in boca yes six and a half six whatever five and a half or something yes you'll be yeah it'll be around that it'll be around that market it look it's going to be a back because if they lose they're out i mean it you know it's it's really that simple and but again if, they, if they're if there's no dandridge and they go with tomlin you you don't have a whole lot of depth yeah um you know, I don't have a lot of answers you're gonna have jaquan walton david jones out there guarding golden you know you're gonna have to go small yeah, has has metrics has them as a twelve seed. Uh, Torvik has them as one of the last four in. Athletics got them in right now. I just think I just think there is, if they get in, it will be because of what they did last year. It will not be on the merits of what they did this year. Well, again, yes, there's some blemishes, but they do have the win over Arizona that's better than anything anything Memphis has got. That is, and it's not it's not like they don't have anything in there. Well, yes, I mean if it was that, if it was just next to Memphis, I would than, say yes. But I mean, I think there's a lot of there's other teams out there that are more deserving again, than FAU. What is Memphis's best win now? Is it a home win over FAU? Is it the road win at Texas A and M? Is it is it Clemson at home? Like what? That the fact that we have to have that conversation even figure it out. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference, stark difference there between, you know, what you got and what FAU's got. Now you don't have two quad four losses. They got two. Right. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not throwing away what you're selling here. It may work out that way. I'm just. I'm yeah, I mean, not, Clemson's a quad one. I'm not one. ready to take that that step with you. I mean, yeah. 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 yeah Clemson's still quad one because they're top thirty. Yeah, they I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that FAU is not some lock by any stretch of the imagination to make the tournament. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, they got work to do. They could lose, to, as you said, to North Texas. And I think that probably puts them on the outside, man. I do. Because <laughs> you're just, your, your resume is just not compelling. You know that's the that's the ultimate issue here is that you're, you you what do you what do you what do you have other than one win? You're hanging on to that win like a thong in Lizzo's ass cheeks. That said, North Texas lost three of four, six of eight. That's right. So it looks like things are people know how to guard them when 
when they're shorthanded. Are they so they still don't have those their guys back? I, I'm I'm guessing not not fully healthy with losses to UAB and UTSA in their last two. How is that possible? How yeah, is they they've come apart? Jones and yet we're able to beat Memphis. So, Jones and Nolan came back for that game over the weekend, and they still lost. Lost to a maybe U- that's why they lost a UTSA team that's two seventy six at Kempom. Yeah, that's maybe that first game back is why they. You know, they reintegrating those guys. That's going to be a tough game, though, man. No, they. I mean, you got to go. You got to go down there to do it, Florida. So it's down. You know, it's down there. Kim Palm's got as a two point Florida Atlantic win, so it's going to be a close. It's, yeah, you figure the line will be close. I'm, I think Florida Atlantic will be favored by the time that tips off. Yeah, look, Memphis's Memphis's metrics are just so bad right now that it's hard to even con- like. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, it's hard to get up. But again, if you if you win the next three. How much better could your metrics be? I mean, could you go from seventy-seven to fifty-seven, and then you win two more in the in the AAC tournament, or I don't know, three? I don't know what where it would just depend on how it all shakes out. I think it's still a long shot to get top four, but it's still possible. If you if they if they do it again against FAU, if they sweep FAU and, and obviously don't lose uh, to the other two teams they play, and then they win two in the tournament. I feel like that's an at-large. I feel like that's that, it. I, I, you I, might I was be in not Dayton. expecting to go here with you today. I, I'm not ready to take that leap. You might you. be in Dayton, but I think that I think that should be enough. But it's just gonna it's gonna depend on what happens around the rest of the country. You're gonna be in that discussion though. Um, and, and and look, I I like the look of what Memphis did with, with the players that they had, man. And I hope it stays that way. <laughs> I really do. Uh, because it's uh, less is more for this ba- Memphis basketball team. It always has been. Um. So FAU goes down, 78-74. Memphis sends him home with the L here uh, as we round up towards the end of the season. We'll come back. Jason Fitz going to join us at 125. Lots more to come. Jason John, how do you try to finish? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. ESPN. There are a few who do a better job in college basketball of blocking out the noise that they themselves create most of the time than, uh, than Penny Hardaway. Um, and that's what happened yesterday with the win over FAU. A lot of distractions as of Friday night, right, with the yep. Malcolm Dandridge news um, and somehow able to just gloss right over it and get the get a, you know, I, I don't want to say it's the biggest win of the season because it's not, but one of, I mean, I think it's metri- metrically their second best win of the season. So, I mean, it's in that it's in that discussion, man, because Clemson right now is 24th at Camp Palm. Florida Atlantic is 35th. Your third best win is SMU at 45. So it's your second best win metrically of your season despite all of that going on around you. Um, and Penny's done it before, man, right? Like, you know, the Amani Bates thing, the, you know, he's, I, 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 I'm, uh, you know, off the top of my head, I can't think of other – but there have been. We know there have been other sort of off-courts uh, things that have happened. And, uh, and Memphis has found a way to win. So they do that last night. Um, I, I do think we should probably have a little bit of that conversation about because because it, it's another thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's another thing under Penny's. Well, unfortunately, it's something that while you're on probation, you know, correct for for the last incident, correct. Bleep, uh, you know, involved a three game suspension for improper recruiting visits, but the whole thing you, you don't want to be on any sort of probation. It wasn't, you know, with the IRP in that investigation, it came as a result of James Wiseman. Now, now I will say, I thought maybe I was hearing it wrong that Myron Metcalf yesterday, as the sideline reporter, was saying that most of Memphis's issues, and he re- he referred to the Wiseman case, and I want to say he referred to the the three game suspension video were academic. I don't rem- th- those were not academic issues. This has been that I know of the first academic issue. The Wiseman thing was the eleven five. You opened up the doors to an IARP investigation that ended up not really hammering you whatsoever. And then, obviously, the three-game suspension earlier this year was for a result of the assistant and Penny Hardaway making uh, you know, in-home visits when they shouldn't have. And so this is the first of uh, – I-, I thought that was – that kind of got jumbled yesterday, I thought, in Myron's report. And, again, that's going across on ESPN. It made it look like Penny's had a ton of academic issues. Going back to your point, this is another issue, and it's coming while you're on probation. Who knows the scope of it? Uh, hopefully, it's just Malcolm. Right. You just got one rogue guy because you can contain that, right? You can hell listen to the way John was talking first segment. You, if it's just Malcolm, you can contain it, and you can tell yourself, hell, we can still go be good. We can still go make this run. That's what you can tell yourself. But if it, if it involves other players, and and you know, the Bluff City media reporting was as of now, it involves just Malcolm. Well, then you're forget whether or not this team's on a run on the floor. How much are you going to have of it if it involves other guys? So. And not to mention, if this goes deep and it's it, the scope is wide, you know, another mark on Penny ain't a good thing either. And so, the, uh, again, you have to get into, well, you know, because it, Penny can say, hey, I, don't, I, I didn't know this was happening, right? This is a deal in, in our academic uh, advising department. I didn't know what But what, what do we know? We, we know, too, that ultimately that goes back to the head coach. It is your responsibility to know what's going on in your program. And we've seen, you know, we've seen – uh, coaches take the fall for that. So, and you telling me there ain't 
I, I don't need to go there. I was I was going to say that folks wouldn't be out on the hunt for Penny Hardaway if you could get him. Yes. If you, if he gives if he gives you, you know the re, the, the the ability to go after him. So so that that was a concern this weekend. There was obviously the game how well Memphis played. It'd be great if we could all sit around and say, man, yeah, that was great. Man, maybe they could do it. Do that. Just continue to do that. The last three games and make a run in the tournament. Oh man, maybe even even in that large, have all that fun. But this is looming, bro. Hopefully it only, as I said, it only involves Malcolm Dandridge. That's the best news for Memphis at this point. But the fact that, you know, you're still investigating is not a not a good sign. This is not this is not done. No. Maybe it, it was a good sign that he was out there. Right. I'll throw that out there. Just that perhaps you think it's gonna come down light. He's he's out there, but you know, again, with the team. Maybe you think he'll be back and this is something we can all get through, but or they can get through, you know, pretty smoothly, just a little bump. But if it's more than that, bro. Forget the rest of the season. I mean, talking about, you know, what kind of look this is. Right. How deep does it go type stuff. Yes. And look, I think ultimately it it is Penny's program, and so he has to be accountable for well, the, the whole stuff that the, the, man, the, the You know, the remember the high school and the I don't know the rule book. And that stuff don't fly. That stuff don't, <laughs> right. It doesn't fly at this level. Even and though. I, and unfortunately, it doesn't. it really doesn't fly now for a sixth-year right. college basketball coach who's who's had some issues. You know, again, not academic previously, but some issues with NCAA rules. Yes. Leave it at that. So you can't, you can't be like, I didn't know. I not only do I not didn't know, I don't care. You can't play that role. You know, as as a Division One head coach. So, and he's too far in, into his tenure to even think he could try to play that card. Yes, you could say I don't know, but that 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 won't get you through either. Unfortunately, these days. Because it stops back with you, it is your responsibility to know as a head coach exactly what's going on in your program. You can see, like and, and and look, I I guess if you're him, you're just like I I we don't know we don't know we don't know how crazy what it is. The, it? I mean, let's talk, Malcolm. We, oh, I don't know what he Bro, what he you, did or didn't. I, I don't I'm know just, what I'm, he's. I'm just saying the fact that he's even involved with anything. So you had to hold him out, but I'm just saying right. there, there shouldn't be there there shouldn't be any scrutiny whatsoever from Malcolm Dandridge. Who got up in the transfer portal after last year? It came back, yes, and and sure you can say, well, there was a need, you know. And so Penny had the door open. What's the last thing from the guy that got into it with Kendrick Davis? Like I love Malcolm to death as a Memphis kid. We've had a you know covered him since back in the East days. Mm-hmm. But this is the last thing you need from the grad student that came back out the portal to have one last go. And let's be real, was having a pr- a career season, was having a great season. Yep, for what he's been here. Was staying healthy. Help. This is the last thing you need from your guy that you go all the way back with to East, man, from your Memphis kid. The fact that he's caught up in anything. I hope it's nothing, but I don't think we'd be in this position right now with Memphis having to investigate this and answer, you know, to the to the allegations and everything else if uh, if there wasn't some if there wasn't some fire, you know, to the, to this to this smoke. So it's unfortunate. Malcolm, Malcolm, grad student. Yeah. What are we talking about here? Again, Come I don't. On, I don't know what. Come it, on, man. I, I, that's, I, like, that's your own people doing it to you, right? What? But we, we don't know what it is, though. We don't know, you know, like what is? What did he do? Like, what is the? What is the? You know, so I, it's hard for me to have any feeling. Like, yeah, I guess it's disappointing that he got caught up in something, but what is that something? You know, it, we, we shouldn't be caught up in nothing. Well, and in a perfect academically, world, yes, I would agree. Um, but and I said that that way because it's it's, I'm it, front. It's anything, obviously. But yeah. um, it, it's front. It's, what are we talking about here? You had enough issues this year. But uh, again, yeah. I mean, uh, the fact that he was out there, I, th- I thought was was interesting. Perhaps mm-hmm. again, it'll be much ado about nothing.
It may be so. I mean, I but with Memphis, don't, it feels don't feel like it. Wishful bro. think like like wishful thinking uh, <laughs> because of their history, you know. And look, I I don't I don't I was kind of like, damn, the story felt like a little bit of a throwback, you know. Today's gone by with like uh, academic things in the NCAA because the NCAA is toothless now. It's like, do people even <laughs> does the NCAA? They even have any policy they can enforce? Well, I mean, well, unless they did nothing to North Carolina when you had yeah. a, a you know factory of well, it was, academic it, fraud going on. It, it was funny, and they did nothing to them. It was funny. I was in a group text last oh. night with you know in, in the 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 field of sixty eight guys, and they were I'll just Gottlieb was like uh, Memphis compliance department is investigating. I didn't realize Memphis had. <laughs> Lots department. You know? a, it just makes you such an easy target. And then that's Henson. What, that's what I'm talking about. John, <laughs> John Henson comes not, in. Not our, not our John Henson that was born Memphian, as yes. he told us. John Henson comes in. He said Derek Rose that told him he went to school two days, first and last. And I, and I, and that's when I jumped in. I said, there is no way I'm letting a North Carolina guy. I'm trying to tell you. Thank you. Who who graduated with a, with a, uh, a degree in intro to Shrek 2. Come in yeah, here. You didn't say that. I did me. say that. That's good. I did say that. that. I need to. We, that should. That didn't get clipped up and go viral. It was on text. It was all on text. Damn it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wish you'd said that to him on Field of Sixty Eight. Yeah, but like I was like, yo, I, I'll, I'll listen. Okay, if Golly wants to come in on this, if Goodman wants to come in on this, that's fine. That we can get their jokes. Well, off. We, we know their mo. They're going to take a yeah. shot at Memphis anytime they can. But Carolina guys, you're, you cannot. Is you not you, academic shot? And I will say, Henson had a funny one, bro. I got to find out what it was. It was something like he took. Uh, <laughs> He took some class, and the final was like two phrases. Mm. The, I, the joy that I see from you when you talk about those guys, sort of like the joy I saw this weekend from the Tigers. He right? said, "He said my Swahili class. I had to say two complete sentences for the final. Shoesy noosey, soxy noosey, A plus." <laughs> that was I, I can't believe you're now laughing with them. It was about, uh, at us. No, no, that was about North Carolina. He was making a crack at, him, at himself. About, I'm sorry. He had to say two things: shoosy noosey, soxy noosey, <laughs> and that was his A plus. So I'm yeah. sure he's used that one several times. Well, I I thought it was funny. You appreciate it. Clearly. Yes, I thought it was funny. You, you, you're I, I, maybe uh, you're you're so in good with those guys, man. You guys are like best friends now. I don't know about all that. I wouldn't say we're best friends. I still de- I still defend Memphis. When, Thank goodness. You know, don't and, let them even, suck you in, man. Even taking in the group chat, laughing. You know? When they're taking shots at us. But I don't like it, bro. I don't like that Malcolm's involved. Why has it got to be the Memphis kid? You know? And now, I guess at this point, hopefully, obviously you hope it's nothing, but hopefully it just involves Malcolm if it's going to be something. Right. You better hope so. Because what you got out there, the rest of them, like what was out there against FA, you, you can do something with that. I mean, you still can. Sure, I'd like to have Malcolm for the depth and the extra – Five thousand. Let's be real. I mean, he's been he's been great on the boards, and we've seen as a as a rim protector. But um, you take him out of the equation, like, you know, I, I, I don't know. You're gonna have to play some pretty perfect basketball. No one can get in foul. You talk about back against the wall even more. So, hopefully, maybe it's something easy, man. He was out there. Maybe it's just something small, John. Yeah, maybe it is. Um. You're while using that word maybe a lot. While we're on the subject of uh, the weekend, um, did you want to confirm for our ma- the masses that you are a DEI hire? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you want to? I, now, that was I mean, something no, that— No, man, I took a high road on that this weekend. I didn't feel the need to defend myself or validate myself what I'd done in this business. Uh, when I, I, I caught it that afternoon, and it had obviously been out there for a while— 
dude, I'm slow to X these days. You'll have to excuse yeah, me no, for I how do. late reacting I was. And yes. I'd gone, I hadn't even known it was happening. Saying it said he had seen it before me and everything else didn't, and didn't, didn't, we had been together, didn't tell me about it or whatever else. But then I, I guess for me, I, again, I don't feel a need to shoot back a docket. I almost feel sorry for him. I, I almost it, feel sorry for, I do. It's I, too easy. You know, in fact, I told, <laughs> I told some folks, I do feel sorry for him in a way because it feels like you're, in a weird way, man, it feels like, you know, a guy that's, because remember, there, there's more to it, John, than just the quick take doc. It's just, just that guy, that jerk. Remember he was talking about the depression and everything? Like that, that dude's clearly going through something. And so as you're doing it, you're taking shots, trying to stay relevant and everything else. And I, I find a sadness in that um, that at least uh, it's, it's, it's human. It's human. It's human. I, I've been in a position where, you know, I, I – um, I can just feel where he's at. So I, I feel bad for him. I didn't feel any need to validate myself, and I'm not telling you, oh, uh, look at me for not going back at him. But what I really appreciated was the folks that came out in front of us, the folks that came out in front of the show, in front of me, in front of you, that stood up for us, that said, no, nah, because that's what Memphis do. It's, it's just like you were saying about your guys. You take a shot at Memphis or somebody that you like out of, you know, that's out of Memphis. And you, you, we get defensive around here. So I, just, I can't tell you, forget Dan Dockage. I don't, it didn't, yeah, initially it got under my skin. You say I'm just here because I'm black, like I didn't pay any dues. But what I, what I really appreciate, and I said it on Twitter because somebody just floored me, said, I've, you know, you've gone down as, you know, you, you, the way you've climbed up the ladder. I, I appreciated that. But the point was, thank you to the folks that jumped on it for us, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll say God will fight your battles for you, man. Sometimes you you can step out of it and just have folks. And and, and, and maybe that's what it was, man. We got, we got enough love in this town in terms of what we've done, what we've put down, enough respect, man, that, you know, folks found it disrespectful and racist and everything else, and I didn't even have to say it. They did it for me. So I, I can't – when I think about if the whole thing with Dockage being accused of being a DEI hire, this penny thing um, – Man, I just appreciate the way folks came to bat for us. Yeah, look, I so, uh, I mean, I had to tell God, I'll take this one. I'll just, I'll get one off, and I, I get that, bro, and that's fine. And I'm still getting, I, and them I'm off. not, and I'm not telling. Yeah, I'm not telling you that's the wrong approach or nothing else. I just, again, I appreciated what what folks said for us. Well, as much as as much as what you said back to them. I mean, I, you know, I got, I felt some of that too. Yeah, like, but I didn't feel. I, I will, I will say, I didn't feel the. I didn't. I, I'll say this. I, I did. I fought the need to go back, and I and I and I won. Well, here's the thing. You know, you're not a DEI hire. That's the first thing. So it's really easy for you to just sit back and say, like, I mean, and I get you it. You say I, it's easy well, for that's, me to that's do fair. that. You have no idea. Yeah, that's fair. What it feels like for me to be accused in, of in that, in that getting spot. a job only you have because no, right? I'm, that just had to stop you there because yeah. that it requires you. You say you can, and 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 the reason you can say that, John, is because you understand me, right? And you know what I've done. So I appreciate that. But it is. It's still different. Yep. It is still different no, I in my that. shoes. I respect that. Yeah. I do. Um, but, like, even, even... If I get hurt, I ain't gonna lie to you. Even today, like, uh, I don't know I don't know where this dude is. I don't know what station he's on. But, like, he used a picture of me to promote his lineup. And so this is what I do. I send Dan Dockage a text and tell him that his head is shaped like a human dick. I don't, like, I don't, like, that's what I, I, I texted him, though. Yeah. I text messaged him. Because if you 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 want you want to start talking about people's physical appearances, bro, I mean like that, that's like that's an area where like you should never ever try to like. But that's me. I'll get in the mud. Yeah, and but, you but know again, what I'm I, again, and that's that's <laughs> kind of how we were raised in Memphis School. Somebody come out, you know, you're gonna check what you're gonna sit there and not not check back. Exactly. You know, so I get that too. 
Yes, and I but I, I respect anybody's but, but, ability. But, but to, when you go back you know, at him too, doesn't he win in a certain way too? If he's if the point is to try to get under your skin, and you do go back, hasn't hasn't he hasn't he in that way succeeded? I mean, I guess don't but, you almost leave him with hot coals on right. his head when he when you when you don't even res- what like you know what I'm saying when you look at it like he's. I mean, if that, but that's like that's the, if that's the barometer. If he for can't Dan even get a rise out of you anymore, because that's all that's left for him, John. It feels like is to try to get a rise out of people. That's what I find so sad. But about it's like, yeah. It. And so with the fact that, yeah. And again, I'm only using you as the example because you did. But the fact, especially you talking about what his head looked like and everything else, he he got you. He got under that skin. He got me just man. like he wanted to. <laughs> not that what you said wasn't warranted. Yeah, but he but, but not it, that he didn't ask for it. I ain't telling you it wasn't yeah, warranted. Like, like his, his, but there's his, two ways we can go with this. He always like loses though. Like he always he always. It's loses. amazing. Yes, I understand. I like I feel like talking. honestly, I like I, I feel like I'm beating up on an old grandfather. Like I feel like there's like I'm um I see a grandfather walking down the street and, and I walk up to him and I'm beating his ass every and I'm enjoying it. I got to tell you, yeah. it's nice to just be able to reach in there and beat that old dude's ass. You know, I got some rage. I got some pent-up rage I need to get out um, because, like, I could do it all day with him. Like, I, it is actually pathetic, man. Like, Dan had everything in a media career that you aspire to have. He was doing games. He had big-time ratings. He had big-time, uh, you know, audiences. Like, I remember publications writing about his show in Indianapolis yeah. saying that this is the one, man. This is the one. Dan's doing it. And he pissed it all away because he is a bad person. You know? He mm. pissed it all away because he is a bad person. He like and so now he's like he that that dude is his his relevance comes from uh, imagine that. His relevance used to be calling Kansas and Texas games on on ESPN and now his relevance is rattling you and I's cages on a Saturday morning, right? Like that is how far he has fallen. And I enjoy reminding him every time he wants to do it yeah. how precipitous that fall has been. I, rest in piss, Dan Dockich. Go to hell, well, dude. That's unnecessary. It ain't unnecessary for me. I don't you mind don't, saying I mean, it. You, you His wish, head's shaped like a human dick. You wish Dan I don't mind saying to it. go to hell because yes. he shot at you that you Yes. That's That's a lot. That's a lot. And it, by uh, the way, the, this is I, this is the problem. We get into. I can't it. go there with you. Bro. Well, that's fine. Let me go there, bro. I don't mind. But I but but it, I can't I I can't I'd let you go there. He doesn't but it deserve, also, bro. He doesn't I deserve can't. the grace that you are showing him. Okay, that's the problem for me. Bro, like, we all deserve grace, man. I don't think Dan that, deserves that, grace. That, this is where we part. Have you seen how his head is shaved, bro? bro? We have no idea what that dude is going through in terms of like into. All you're just talking about words. We have no idea what that dude is going. I imagine it's it's been it's pretty bad. Well, it may be to have gotten to the but that doesn't the point justify that, that doesn't just justify the behavior. You know, you don't get to come on and say things like that. You don't get to uh, man, you, and, and you shot back at him, man, and it's it, it's done. But not but you're still talking about him. You know what I'm saying? It's like it gives him more relevance. Some dude that you're telling us how far he dropped. How far below the sea he is now, mm. and we're still talking about him. It, it that adds. Why are we giving somebody that we think is way down there this relevance? Why are we saying it bothered us? This I mean, much? it's good content. That, that, that is your point. It shouldn't for it, the it, show. That's your you know? point. It shouldn't bother us because of how far he's fallen. So that's that's where you show. Yeah, that, I mean, it, it would bother like, even if even if like a somebody like, with fifteen followers on Twitter like chirps. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.